What's going on, y'all? This is Travis from Chasing Anthems coming at you guys with another episode of Chasing Anthems and Friends podcast. If you are new to the podcast, we greatly appreciate you here. Thank you so much for giving us your time, your ears, and your attention. If you're asking yourself the question, how did the interwebs and the algorithms all come together uh, for you to find this podcast? The answer is, I have no idea how that stuff works. I'm just so happy that you're here. The second question you might be asking yourself is, over the next course of the 40 to 60 minutes, am I going to get that time back? The answer is no. You are not going to get that time back. Time is fleeting. It's one of those things I just cannot give you back. But I can guarantee you this, that you are going to enjoy the ride just like we are. We are inviting friends that we've met along our course, along our musical journey. We're sharing stories about how the sausage is made, how we write music, how we market music, how we tour, the good, the bad, the ugly, all that kind of good stuff, the behind the scenes. Whether you're a musician or you're just someone who appreciates music, I guarantee you are going to enjoy this podcast. Also, we dive into our faith. We dive into our personal relationship with Christ and how that impacts the music and the art that we create and how we give back the talents that God has given us back into our music and to those who listen. So you're going to love this. You're not you're not going to want to tune away. So thank you. If you're on your way to work, the soccer field, or you got the earbuds in while you're grinding away in the office, we're just so thankful that you have tuned in to check this out. With that being said, if you'd like to share your feedback with us, we'd greatly appreciate it. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to get ideas about future episodes. You can reach us at chasinganthems at gmail.com or any of the social media platforms at Chasing Anthems. With that being said, let's get into the episode. What's up, y'all? This is Travis from Chasing Anthems. I got with me Richard. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Yeah. We got Sean Oliveira all the way from Miami, Florida. Yeah, What's going yeah. on, bro? Bruh, I'm happy. I'm I'm a little hot, but that's it comes with the territory, so it's okay. Get down that's there. Uh. <laughs> all right you guys are tuning in for another episode of chasing anthems podcast vlog you name it man we we're trying to connect with all of our favorite artists and today we have another banger for you guys today we got sean Levera. we're in the house with us real quick before we kind of get into his introductions i always like to kind of give a, a quick story introduction to how we all connected and so once again similar to some of the artists we've met we uh richard and i had spent some time in nashville a couple months back and and part of this event that we went to uh we had an opportunity to do some ministry and uh this particular ministry happened to be in you know a not so nice part of nashville and um richard and i being naive out-of-towners had no idea where we were and what we were kind of in for, but you know, we were we were ready for to go along with the ride and join the rest of the group and stuff like that. Needless to say, this particular location where this event was just happened to be, I think it was the second or third highest murder capita per rate. That area, yeah. 
So we we, yeah. we had no idea we were we are right. So we're like we are not in Kansas anymore. We're not anymore. Like <laughs> we got thrown into the thick of it, and it ended up being you know one of the coolest Amazing. parts of the trip, man. To connect with kids and you know people who were really struggling and stuff like that. But part of the event was to put on a concert and just kind of take people's minds in a different direction. Right now, that, that was one of the main things this conference was about was putting on shows in areas where people need Jesus, people need good music and good entertainment. And I'll never forget, man, me and my wife, we were, you know, playing games with some of the kids and Richard and his wife, but they were doing the same thing. And I heard who I thought was Lincoln park. Come on. Like at level 11, man, the beat drop, the the guitars hit and i and i heard something man that i thought was straight up off the you know the radio or something like that and i turned the stage and there's sean and his crew the name lighten it up <laughs> and like any young kid or whatever would do i pull my cell phone out i just start recording and i'm like these guys are hot man this is i want to get to know these guys man and and hear their story and stuff like that and Sean and his group, which we're going to hear more about in a minute, just left this impression on me that I just couldn't get enough. And so, unfortunately, it was kind of, you know, we were wrapping things up with this uh, this conference and this weekend that we got to spend together. So we didn't get to connect too much. So I'm so happy that today we're getting to, to do a deep dive into Sean and his background and his story. So with that being said, man, thank you so much for joining us today. And and letting us to kind of get to know you a little bit better and how we can support, you know, the music that you're doing on the whole other side of the country. Uh, we're excited to hear all the stuff you got in the works. So uh, with that being said, Sean, you mind introducing yourself to our audience and giving us a little background on you and your musical endeavors? Well, I kind of do mind. No, I'm just saying. We're good. We're good. So, <laughs> so man, no, first thing and you guys also shut it down at the conference, okay? When I saw you guys go on, you were one of the ones that I wanted to connect with also. So it's just funny that it's funny how God works. Funny, but um, basically, man, um, my name is Sean Oliveira, man. I am one third of a group called The Nameless. And we, it's again, funny that you mentioned Lincoln Park, because I wouldn't say that's kind of been our template, but I love Lincoln Park. I've loved Lincoln Park and I've always wanted to do the way that they blended rock and rap together was magical to me. So it was always something I wanted to emulate and somehow incorporate. And my group does the same thing. We just have a little bit more punkish to it. So we're, uh, we're more MGK. So it's like MGK and Lincoln yeah. Park had a baby. Bam. They didn't listen. Right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, bro, uh, man. And me, man, I'm just a man who is honestly after God's own heart. I am not only a Christian by profession, but by, lifestyle um and i take it very seriously and everything that i do and man there, there's a lot going on man i don't know where you want to start we could start wherever you guys want to start but praise god i am in a very good place in my career even personally wise i the reason well the reason i was up when in in tennessee was because of the objective but i also got married that week because oh, I went really? a couple of days before, and yeah. my wife, let me, let me bring the wife here real quick. Hey. <laughs> so she loves Tennessee. 
So I was just like, yo, baby, why don't we make this a destination wedding? And we combine the two. So I say that that week changed the trajectory of my life, not only personally, but professionally. So, yeah, man, and there's a lot going on. So wherever you guys want to get started, I'm, I'm more than willing to talk, man. Oh, man, let's I'm dive ready. right into it, man. Like, so we were having a little conversation before this thing started. And um, why don't you talk about maybe some of your music goals and, and some let's plug some of the stuff you got coming up. Man, so, um, man, they're OK. So I got a dope collab. I got two dope collabs coming up, right? So there's one guy that I already have the song recorded. The song is done. It's literally in the mixing and mastering process. And it's this guy named Tori Deshaun. And he's pretty big in the Christian rap scene. I got that collab coming out soon. I don't have dates for anything yet because right now it's kind of, it's like performance season for me. I don't know why, but praise God I have been I've been getting a lot of bookings and especially in this climate with this whole COVID madness that's going on. um, It's a huge blessing, man. But then the second collab that I'm extremely excited about is uh, my boy, Steven Malcolm, bro. And this guy is huge, not only in the Christian rap scene, but I mean, he's done winter jam. He's performed at the double awards. Like this guy has done monstrous things and a part of us doing the collab i'm also bringing him down here for his tour because i dabble in uh promotion and i dabble in event hosting and stuff like that um just because i'm trying to build the chh scene here in miami because it used to be vibrant it used to be incredible like chh was like there there was like more rappers than like the normal rappers in christian and it was crazy but it's kind of falling off within the last four years or five years and then covid kind of put the nail in the coffin and it was just like nobody wants to do anything like christian hip-hop anymore so i'm trying to reignite that fire um that's so, yeah, that's some of the collabs I got coming out. Yeah. Yes, sir. Tell me about the uh, – I saw you are open at the Miami Heat game. Did that happen already? Or that... Yes, what? sir. Let's yes. go. Bro, I'm, I'm telling you, bro, God is good, man. So, Absolutely. the Miami Marlins, I have been hosting their Faith and Family Day for the last, like, five or six years, right? Wow. So, I've been performing at Marlins Park. It was, it's been amazing, right? So me just being the, the I, I don't know, man. I have this weird, like, step in faith mind. Like, I really do, like, a lot of things. Just like, why not, you know, give it a yeah. try the first time. If I don't like it, I'll never do it again. And I reached out to the Miami Heat. And I told them the same thing. Hey, I got this resume with the Marlins. And they said yes to it. So praise God, this Friday, wow. we will be hosting a faith and family day at the Miami Heat Arena. And like we're performing before a heat game, it's insane, bro. So yeah, bro. Hey, praise (laughs) God, man. I mean, it's amazing the things that he does when you just walk forward, you know. And um, we had a similar experience, like not to that level, man. Because and actually, I'm hope maybe you could send us some pictures. We could post because this will air after that event, so we could could see the you know you performing and and, and the crowd response. That would be awesome to include. But um, yeah, we had a really big change, like when we came back from Nashville, like we felt like it was really pressing on us to be more intentional with, you know, our faith in our music. Right. And, 
you know, we always joke around like, you know, one day you're going to have some explaining to do to God when he says, like, this is a talent I gave you, but this is what you did with it. Right. You know, and hopefully we all reach that level of, you know, whatever musically that we're we're seeking. But like, is it going to be for his glory? Is it for your own glory? And so when we came Mm -hmm. back, we, we said, you know what, man, like we get this opportunity every year to play in front of our big town square. And um, which is, you know, this big open form area and everybody comes and they pack the house and stuff like that. And we said, you know what, man, we're going to be intentional this year. We're going to play some original Christian songs we wrote. We're going to play a Chris Tomlin song. And I'll tell you what, man, we, we got better reception from that alone than yeah. any, you know, other secular thing we could have done or we've done in the past. And it, man, it felt so wow. great. And it was like, God, is so good to, when you put it out there and you just kind of leave it all up to him and put your faith there, like that, the response that you get is amazing. You know? Yes, so, sir. I couldn't agree excited. more. We're excited for you, man. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, how it went. Thank you. Keep me in prayer, man. This is, I ain't going to lie. The heat event has been the most daunting oh, event yeah. that I have ever been a part of. Um, it's it's a huge opportunity, but it is the most tedious event I have ever had my hands a part of. I have to say this. I'm li- ask my wife. I am on the phone with the heat at least every other day, really? like talking about different things. Like yeah, they are they're they're just extremely tedious and what they want. Like I had to send them all the songs, all the lyrics. All no, it's 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 been. It's been a mission. It's been a mission, uh, but God is good. <laughs> hard work pays off, man. That's what we say in our house. That's a that's like a staple. And what we say is we say hard work pays off, and and it's a model that we live by. And constantly, um, yeah. we see the fruit of that labor. And and honestly, what's happening, what what we're seeing from afar, and what we see, and when just just talking with you is is your hard work is paying off. And so it's it's uh it's bamboo season, man. One of my favorite pastors named Pastor Todd. He he came out with this uh this sermon, he calls it bamboo season because bamboo in the height of its growth has the opportunity to grow some, some crazy amount. Like I think it's like 12 to 16 inches in a day in a 24 hour period. And so what he says is when you're, when you're walking out blindly, when you're giving God that faith, that blind faith, you come to a point in your life where it's bamboo season and you're just growing and you're reaping what you've been sowing. And, and this, this, it sounds like this is your time. I, it's, it's a blessing and it's uh it's awesome to get to hear from your perspective. I would say, Going into that, you know, what what was it like before the Nashville event when you didn't necessarily have the support and then moving past that event? Now that you have um, you have a manager and like a uh, an opportunity to grow. What what what's the differences? What was it like and what brought you to this point? How'd you get here? Man, so I, I do have to preface that by saying it does take a lot of hard work. And like I said before, I'm a, I'm a guy who likes to try new things, right? So I, I guess I'll start in the beginning with, you know, being an independent artist and being an independent artist is rough. And like, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to, it's straight up, that's how it is, man. Like it's, you have to be a one-man hit squad. You have to be your writer. You have to be your producer. You have to, you know, you have to, unless you have a ton of money, you have to, you can pay for a producer, you can pay for a studio, you can pay for, you know, all these things. But if you have a lot of money, 
you have to try to do everything yourself, you know, and I'm sitting there on Canva creating flyers. I'm with my producer on Fruity Loops trying to learn different things on how to, you know, make this beat this way. And I'm, I'm looking at YouTube videos for tutorials on better ways to write my lyrics, like perfecting your craft, but then you have to learn so many other things. You can't just like, it trips me out when people say, all I want to do is rap. It's like, then you're not going to make it, bro. Like you have to have this crazy, like the only way I, I won't say never, but you have to have this crazy, insane talent that somebody sees you and they're like, okay. And then just to be discovered, bro, just to be discovered, like to get yourself in the right positions and which are the right positions. Like, because I'll, I'll be honest with the objective, right? Where we met, um, I performed at the objective, but I actually had to pay to play. Now, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble with Ted or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, but it's the God's honest truth. You know what I'm saying? And I won't put them out. I won't put them out there on how much I paid, but I paid to, to play. Now, most people, they don't, they don't have the, they have too much pride to do that. They'll right. be like, I would never pay to no, you pay me. I, I need to be getting paid. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And that, that's the first thing that comes out of people's mouths. And it's like, no, you don't understand what it takes to get in a room with certain people. And um, and and then you have to be willing to try new things. So when I went to the objective, I paid the money and it was just supposed to be Sean Oliveira. So I don't know if you guys remember, but when I performed, it only said Sean Oliveira on the screens. Right. But when I went out there, I went out there with the group. And why did I do that? Because first thing I know, Tennessee is a country and rock, you know, haven. You know, that's what they thrive off of. Right. And then I had, like I said, I had always loved the Lincoln Park sound. And we, me and my boy Julian had recently started writing stuff like that. So I was like, this is the time to showcase it. And they gave me two songs. So I did one rap song and one rock song. And it just went over so well. And that's yeah. how I met my manager to date, Ryan McMahon. And man, it's been, it's been nothing, nothing but up, man. We had, I mean, I've had business meetings in Nashville, like praise God. And, and no paperwork is signed yet, but I have an entertainment lawyer. I have a Grammy award-winning producer that wants to work with us. Like, God is good. God is good, man. But it all took me stepping out of my comfort zone and doing something that a lot of people told me was stupid. That's the oh, God's yeah. only truth. Um, so things like that, man, try, try new things and don't worry about what other people are saying, man, like let them live their life. And especially if somebody is giving you advice and they're not in the position that you're in, like, or they've surpassed you, you know what I'm saying? Like if I got Toby Mac, or Lecrae telling me some advice, I'm going to take it a little bit more serious than a <laughs> right. guy at a corner store or my coworker while I'm doing security. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. So it, it's different levels. You know what I'm saying? Because I got somebody sitting next to me making less money than me saying, dog, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, I'm sorry. You don't think it's a good idea, but, you know, it, stuff like that, man. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's cool, too, yeah. talking about – so I don't think Ted would be mad at all, man. I mean, like – so, I mean, we paid too, right? But that's yeah. part of, it's, it's the pay to play, you know, scenario. Right. We, that's not the only place that we paid to play. We, we right. paid to play in big, big venues because like, that's like what you just said. 
is huge for other artists to hear because sometimes their ego gets in the way and they're like, man, you should pay me. Like I should be making right. money at this venue. And realistically, you know, sometimes it's not that way. Like they still have an overhead cost where they need to run the equipment. They need to have a sound person there. They need to have an MC. They need to have all these things to make the production go smooth. And then at the end of the day, we have success stories like what we're hearing That's right sick. now, you know? So like Ted, I think Ted would be down with that. He'd be excited. He'd be like, okay, this event that I threw is helping out another artist right now. Praise God, because that's what he's all about anyway. And that's what he said. He said, hey, listen, you know, you can pay to play and this isn't going to be for everybody. Right. And not everybody's going to think that your stuff is good, even though your mom tells you it is. <laughs> but some of you guys, some of you guys are going to make it. And some of you guys are going to meet some really high end industry professionals that are going to help you in your career, man. So yeah. So I think I think it's great. I think it's great that you were able to candidly say that too to, yeah. to our listeners and to everybody out there. Like this is hard work pays off, but like hard work is hard work. Straight up. I think what you're describing too, and this is the difference between like a, a hobbyist, someone who, you know, like you said, who might have some talent and, and they want to dabble in rapping per se, but they don't understand the full other side of it, which is a business. Yes. And, and that was something like that. Um we were really, we honed in on in the beginning because we've all come from different bands and different experiences. And to be honest, most of them don't leave the garage or your mom's basement. You know what I mean? Cause <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, imma- you know, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of uh, immaturity that goes on, especially when you're young. Right. And, oh, yeah. and that's usually that, the, the window, your informative years, but, uh, like that was something we honed in on really early. It was understanding like there's a whole other behind the scenes, like the show. That's like the fun, the icing on the cake. That's when that reward, the gratification you get to see when people are vibing with what you're doing. And you're like, okay, man, this <laughs> spending that money and the time to get there and the sleepless nights, like this is what it was all for. Right. Cause we get to enjoy it with them, you know? But yes. the, the buildup, I appreciate you mentioning that because it's it's really important for other people to know, like, there is so much between getting your website together, you know, getting, um, you know, a business structure set up. If you're going to set up an LLC or something else, um, the uh, licensing of your music, copywriting music, distributing music, um, yeah. artwork, branding, um, your your name and, and who you're going to be. And then your social media and living all that out as this character that people are now expecting you to be right. So there's so so much there. So I'm really curious though. Now you have a manager. What is the manager taking off your plate that you were doing or your wife was doing, you know, a couple months ago that now is alleviating you to focus back on being the the artist and doing, you know, creative thing, which is why we got into this. Right. 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 Well, I I will have to say I haven't reached that level yet. So basically, um, we're we're just starting off. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we basically, like I said, it was Sean Oliveira and I brought these people with me. We weren't the nameless at the time. We were just Sean Oliveira and some other dudes on stage. So we had to formulate a brand. We had to formulate a marketing strategy. We had to know, we had to target what demographic we want to go after. So we had to start contemplating all these different things that we wanted to go down, right? So really, to be honest, and and this is no shot to him at all, but he really hasn't done much but given us what to do. Like, he's given us tasks. 
You know what I'm saying? He's like, bro, you guys really need to think about, you know, what your music is going to say, who you want to talk to, uh, like all this stuff is important. And especially if you're doing it as a Christian, because you want your music to be impactful. You don't want your music to just go over somebody's head or just be the turn up song of the month. Like that's not, that shouldn't be, I don't think that should be any Christian's goal. Now you don't have to make Christian music and be within the Christian realm to still honor God through your music. Amen. So me, I am, a, I will always be an independent, I will always be a Christian hip hop artist within my solo music, but the nameless is music is crossover music. You know, yeah. it's definitely stuff that you could just play on the radio every day on normal stuff. But it, basically he has it. He's more big picture stuff. So he's already looking for tours. He's already looking uh, to throw us a showcase so that we could perform in front of industry people. So we're looking at a record deal. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So things That's like that. So he's looking for more big picture stuff and he's leaving the small stuff in our hands for now until we get picked up. And then once we get picked up by a label, then it's the label's job to do all that. And that's yeah. the beautiful job of, and now me being a small business owner, cause I'm also a small business owner. I used to hate record labels. I used to hate record labels with a passion. Now that I am a small business owner, I have a lot more respect for the infrastructure that they provide to an artist. So that's another yeah. thing. So yeah. There's so much, yeah, behind all that. We we're in a similar situation where we we're working on developing a team that can mm-hmm. open doors for us that we just can't open. And that's yes, sir. that's the reality of it is like you do as much hard work as you're gonna put into, and we all put into it, and we're grinding every day to do this, right? And we all, we see each other posting stuff, you know what I mean? So we know we're working. But there's a unless you go viral or you go like Tom McDonald status and you just, you know, take it off like you need people to help you and, and yeah. open those doors and pick up phone, call, you know, make calls to Nashville or whatever city, you know what I mean? And get those meetings brokered for you. And I think it's important yes. man, to, to find those uh, those people who are going to be in your corner to help support you take it to the next level. So I, I'm excited for what that means for you, man, because I I, when I found your YouTube page. Uh, I started showing my wife. I was like, man, you got to check out these videos are like pro they are and they need way more views. And when once that that algorithm picks you up, man, like it's on. You know, we're, we're yeah. going to be begging for tickets. Like, come on. <laughs> if you come in our town. California, man. Come on, man. Come on. We- I'm dying. Oh, I love California, bro. I am down. Let's do it, man. Let's make oh, it happen. Man. So every every interview that we do, we like to end this away, right? Like, we you, you said this is your touring time. This is when you're playing uh, your shows. We all have had a bad show or a bad experience. What is your worst? I mean, like, come on. What is your worst show? We've all got them. What's your worst show you've done, man? Oh, I got a doozy for you. Okay, so this is the perfect way to end the show. I love this, by the way. Okay, so if you ever come to Miami or you just know about Miami, there is a festival that always happens called Calle Ocho. Well, it's a street. It's called 8th Street, right? And they throw this big festival called Calle Ocho and they shut down the street for like 20 blocks or 30 blocks. And there's just random stages on random streets and they have different performers. It's really dope, right? That's sick. So 
I was literally probably, I have to say, the first Christian hip-hop artist to ever perform at Calle Ojo, right? Nice. So I'm stoked. I'm, I already got my little my little pride hat on. I'm like, bro, I'm going to kill this in the name of Jesus, all that type of stuff, right? <laughs> so I go to this place, and the stage is dope. There's, there's a few people in front of the stage and blah, blah, blah. So I get up there. I, do, I start doing my set, right? People are feeling it. People are really feeling what I was bringing to the table. And this was just me, not, not the group, right? So I'm performing, and there's this thing called the Junkanoo Band, right? And if you're Caribbean, you know about the Junkanoo Band, and there's just like, bro, there must have been at least 200, 300 people following this Junkanoo Band of like 20 people. But they were all just playing like instruments, like live little instruments, walking through Calle Ocho at different spots, right? So they come over to my stage and they start jamming out. So there's like two, 300 people with the already two, 300 people that were there jamming heavy, right? So I got this song. Well, I'm sorry. It's retired. now. I don't play that song no more. I used to have this song called Bible in Hand, right? And I didn't retire it because it was to Jesus. Let me just say that. It was just, it was my first release and I'm tired of performing that song. Oh, yeah, so yeah. it had nothing to do with the content, right? And, and it's this hard beat, bro, and they're jamming. But they hear me say Bible, and they look at each other, and I hear, bro, it was like there was these two guys who were like the leaders of the Junkanoo band, right? And they look at each other, and they're like, Bible? And I'm reading their lips. I see them, see me, see them, right? And I'm just like, and then they're like, nah, bro, deuce. And they walk away oh, because no. of the word Bible. So I have no idea what type of faith these people had, but they didn't like the word Bible, my G. And not only did the two, 300 people leave with the Junkanoo band, the two, 300 people that were there, maybe 20 were left because they just saw everybody else leave. And they were like, okay, I got to go too. Yeah. And I literally ended my set to about 20 people and the promoter was pissed at me and blah, blah, blah. I was like, <laughs> what did you expect from a Christian hip hop artist? B, I was yeah. like, don't come out. I was like, so yeah, that, that, but by far, at least worldly wise, worst performance ever. Worst performance. Man, went from a concert to a practice session. Yes, real quick. <laughs> I hear that. We've had those. But you know what? The, the 20 guys that stuck around, they needed to hear the message, man. Yep. And, and in Maybe that was God's way of like weeding out the distractions and so they could hone in on your message, man. Right. Uh, yeah. So on that note, as far as what you got, man, in store, let, let us, everybody know where they can find your music. What are some upcoming projects to check out? We'll drop links in the descriptions and all that kind of good stuff. But how can people come find you as well as your group? Ah, uh, man, I think the best way to do it, man, is Instagram. Instagram is the best way for me. Uh, uh, Sean, S-E-A-N underscore Oliveira, O-L-I-V-E-R-A. And the group is called The Nameless Miami. One word, no skips, no spaces, uh, The Nameless Miami. And that's the best way to keep. So like right now we're in the building phases. I have a lot, but like literally on the way right now to a studio session uh, yeah. because the small business I own is actually a recording studio. Oh, so let's go. again, 
that's another thing for up and coming artists. Figure out ways of not only owning your product, but becoming whenever you have ownership status of things, then you don't have to outsource anymore. So that's a whole nother tip for independent artists. Um, so yeah. I own me and me and Julian actually co-own a recording studio. Um, mm-hmm. and it's a mobile studio right now, which is a whole nother, we can have a whole nother topic on that. We, we, we renovated one of those Leon medical buses and it's this mobile recording studio. So, um, we're building a home, uh, which is where I'm going to right now. Um, so bro, a lot of stuff in the works, man, but just keep up with us on Instagram. A lot of things are going to start getting posted about very soon. Sweet, awesome. we, we can't wait to check it out. And I'm assuming you're on all streaming platforms. So go check it out. Spotify, Apple music, uh, Amazon, yes. all that good stuff. But other, we got to cut yes, out sir. and we definitely want to get you to come back. Okay. Uh, and we want to hear more about your background and all that kind of good stuff. And so many exciting things coming up in the future, man. So thank you so much for joining us today, dude. We appreciate you so much. Thank you no, so we'll much. Talk- Sean Oliveira, no. Miami, Florida. We'll be praying man, for you, Thank you, guys. Just bring me out to Cali, bro. That's all I want. Let's go, no. baby. All right, y'all, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging in there with us. I hope you enjoyed all of the stories, all the behind the scenes, all the information that we shared with you guys. We're just so thankful that you're here today. We appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Like I said in the beginning, if you are new to the channel and you'd like to share your feedback and give recommendations and ideas, you can reach us at chasinganthems at gmail.com or any of the social media platforms at Chasing Anthems. With that being said, we'll catch you guys on the next episode.